Hi, I'm Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. It's time to shine your light. Hi, Shining Souls. My name is Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. Happy morning. Are you a morning person? Are you a night person? The mornings for me are my absolute favorite. I love sunrise. I love the calm and the peace of mornings. I love all the energy that connects to us when we wake up in the morning and the overall excitement to start a new day. I am so excited and feel so grateful to be here today sharing these messages from spirit, the angels, and divine with you. There is not a day that goes by that I am not extremely thankful and tremendously grateful for the gift that we as human beings, as souls, are blessed with, which is the ability to connect to the heavens while experiencing our soul journey here on earth. So before we begin today, I would like to just wish everyone light, love, peace, and compassion for yourself, for your soul, and for the body, heart, spirit, and soul of others. Be kind to yourself for the next few minutes that you listen to these loving messages, these living, loving words, and embrace the blessings meant for you that you don't always have to work so hard to receive. You are worthy of these blessings just by being who you are. I would like to start off today's episode the way in which I begin most readings. So for starters, find a comfortable spot or make yourself as comfortable as you can. Relax, take a deep breath, and picture yourself being able to give yourself a hug. Don't think about anything else right now. Not your to-do list, your work, your relationships, the traffic you're in, what your kids are doing, your diet. Just think about yourself. If you take anything away from today's messages, know that just by focusing your attention on yourself, who you are, your soul, with a light heart and compassion, you are allowing space to grow and to heal. You are committing to yourself and the faith within. Think about commitment. What does commitment mean? Who do you commit to? Do you commit to yourself? In what ways? Messages from spirit can challenge us because they are the truth, our truth, the truth that is meant for you and that aligns with our soul. Not the truth of your loved ones and spirit's ego, but the truth that is meant for you and your soul journey. Messages from spirit consists of the information that we need in order to positively move forward in our lives mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. We oftentimes get stuck or feel stuck in our lives and the messages that spirit will present to us help us to not be stuck and help us to get off the merry-go-round. During a reading, a symbol that spirit presents to me to show that their loved ones need to shift their perspective and make a change is when they show me a revolving door. I have even received this message from spirit in my own life when it was time for me to make a change, not just physically, but mentally as well, and to move forward with my life. The messages gifted and presented to us by spirit are messages that are committed to our soul for our true soul purpose and what is best for us physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. The angels teach us to have faith within ourselves and to have faith within the light of our soul, 
allowing us to be open to the messages meant for us to receive. So focus on giving yourself a hug. And what that truly means is when you think about yourself, as the angels say, you precious being, think of yourself with love, with compassion, with grace, and with gratitude for all that you are, for all that you have been, and for all that you will become. Imagine those words as loving, light energy that is all encompassed around you. It can be so hard and so challenging to do something as simple as focusing your attention with love and compassion upon yourself and for yourself. We experience so many hardships here on earth, yet just taking a deep breath and focusing our attention and energy on ourselves can seem extremely difficult and demanding. We choose to create this idea or notion that ignoring the true causes of our feelings is easier than dealing with them easier than facing them, and easier than healing from them. Ignorance is not bliss, because when we ignore them, when we choose to ignore our feelings, we are not creating the space to heal them, and to move on, and to move forward. Remember, spirit, angels, and God see us for our soul. They know what we need in order to move forward with our lives, which means they can send us messages with ways in which to help us heal these feelings and emotions. We create this fear that there's an inability to truly heal from past pain or past judgments. But the truth is, you can heal, you can find peace, and you can move forward. So often when we think of ourselves, we automatically think of negatives. I am guilty of this, and we are often our toughest critics. I have learned that if you are the most difficult and critical of yourself, then there would be nothing that others could say or think about you that could ever hurt you. But in the end, what Spirit has taught me is that this is a false protection mechanism based out of fear from past pain, which ultimately doesn't heal us. It hurts us. It keeps us down. It keeps us alert of all the fears, doubts, and guilts that we may have. This doesn't mean Spirit is encouraging us to be conceited or entitled. What Spirit encourages us to do is to have compassion for ourselves, to be kinder to ourselves, to have faith within ourselves. Because when we do all of these things, when we are kinder to ourselves, have faith and compassion for ourselves, we can then do that for others. And not just other human beings, but for this planet, for nature, and for all the heavenly creations upon this earth. Life here on earth is about healing. We are here to heal our souls, the souls of others, and the soul of this glorious planet. Spirit teaches us that our human life experience is like having a blank canvas, and all that we go through, all of our lessons and experiences, feelings and emotions, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, are all painted upon the canvas. And when our time here on earth comes to an end, when our physical body shuts down and our soul returns to the heavens, we take that one-of-a-kind masterpiece painting and we analyze it, we observe it, and we gaze at it. The beauty is that we have assistants in the heavens who help us to understand it, who help us understand the whys and the hows. What spirit can do is, as they evaluate their own painting, they can evaluate yours too, the one you are currently creating, and they can help you fine-tune it. They are aware of what colors you would like to use and what designs you would like to draw, as well as which colors and designs would work best for your overall painting, making it so that your masterpiece is especially beautiful to you.
Now, even if you decide, no, that's not real, that can't be true, I don't believe in that, and your canvas is just covered with dark, dreary paint, spirit will not judge you, and they won't give up on you. They will continue to try and help you, and help you to see what beautiful colors and designs that are truly available for you to paint upon your canvas. Sounds easy, right? It is if we let it be, but so often we don't. Why not? We tend to make things much, much more difficult than they have to be. This is from fear and a lack of faith, a lack of faith within ourselves and a lack of faith within others. No one likes to be fooled and no one likes to be betrayed, especially after wholeheartedly having confidence and faith in someone or something and being burned in return. That is what causes us to lose faith and blinds us to the possibility of being trustworthy and hopeful again. So what's the solution? Do we ignore those feelings of frustration, sadness, and hurt and live by the notion to not trust anyone? Do we ignore those feelings and pretend they don't exist just to find temporary bliss? Either option leaves us feeling heavy, tired, and emotionally exhausted. The angels are here to help us feel free, to set us free of lingering darkness, to untangle us from our fears and our doubts without judgment. So often when we turn to faith and embrace the loving messages from the heavens, we feel a sense of guilt, guilt for not previously believing, guilt for not previously accepting, and guilt for not being open to the ability to apply these messages. The angels teach us that there is no need to feel guilt or to feel shame, that those feelings are feelings from the past and that they have no space and time for your present and your future, and that no one judges you for feeling that way but yourself. So it's time to let that go. Here's the thing about the angels. They are wise beyond our wildest understanding, and they are always looking out for our greatest well-being. Making the decision to honor our emotional sensitivities and commit to our well-being does not mean we have to continue to surround ourselves with negative, demeaning, shameful energy. When you commit to your healing, you will begin to notice that people in places that once seemed familiar to you begin to change because as you change and heal, you see the ability to change and heal all around you. We find true bliss when we face our feelings and emotions, when we create space to truly, wholeheartedly allow the space and chance for healing to happen. We become wiser, stronger, and we become awakened. So how do we face our feelings and our emotions? It requires thought. Have you ever focused on the ability to think? We connect and communicate with the heavens simply by thought. It is truly that simple. Thought is so powerful and so dynamic. Here on earth, we have many different ways on how to express our thoughts, as well as having many different ways on how to hide from them. We may think that the ability to stop and to reflect, to analyze, or to simply think is easy, just as easy as breathing, but to focus on anything but ourself is a skill most people try to master throughout their time here on earth, because we are groomed to believe that committing to ourselves, being who we feel we are in our heart and in our soul, and facing our realities is not accepted. Why is that? because we are constantly comparing ourselves to others and trying to be what we think others would like us to be. We get lost in the idea of what others want from us or what we feel others need from us. 
Spirit teaches us when we try to live this way, it's like trying to fly, but our feet are cemented to the ground. We will never fully take off, align, or connect to this way of being because it is not reality. It is not our reality. It is not who we truly are at our core or within our heart or within our soul. We are living at a time here on earth where we are down on our faith. We are constantly being misguided, misunderstood, betrayed, lied to, ignored, not accepted. It feels like no matter where we go looking for answers, we can never fully believe in them, which then in turn causes us to doubt ourselves. We begin to doubt our own thoughts, beliefs, actions, and most of all, we begin to doubt our soul connections. If I could describe the energy of the earth right now, in this very moment, it would be unsure, insecure, doubtful, and confused. Because that is exactly how we are conditioned to feel. Why is that? Because when we feel unbalanced and fuzzy, like we can't fully relax or see straight, we rely on things too. We depend on things. We blindly assume things. Because if our boat is constantly being rocked and we cannot see straight, how do you even hear your own thoughts, feel your own emotions, make honest decisions based upon your inner value and soul? It is extremely difficult and challenging, which is why God, the angels, and our loved ones in spirit are trying to reach us and get our attention now more than ever. Because the only way to stop this darkness is by shining the light. The angels teach us that the light will always prevail, but that doesn't mean we do not have to fight for it. And the way in which we fight for the light to shine and to prevail starts with ourselves. It starts with looking within. We can't do the work for others if we don't do the work for ourselves. It's common knowledge to know that if you do not take care of yourself, if you are constantly putting yourself down and putting others first, overworking, not sleeping, not taking care of your health, you will never be able to perform at your best. That is how we are living here on earth right now. It has become a societal norm to live in constant worry and fear, which burdens our spirits and dims the light of our soul. Life here on earth Worries, stress, and fears are inevitable, but they should not suffocate us, drown us, and hold us back from connecting to our true purpose and our true desires. By connecting to your soul, to God, or whatever you believe to be the creator of unconditional love and light, your guardian angel, your loved ones in spirit, and having faith within the light of your soul allows us to step off that boat that is constantly swaying and provides us with the ability to have clear vision. We are conditioned to believe that having faith in our soul, having faith in the heavens, which is ultimately having faith in the connections to God, spirit, and the angels, essentially having faith in pure love, is outrageous and far-fetched. Of course we are conditioned to think that. How come? Because if we didn't think that way, then we would be in control of ourselves. We would be in control of our thoughts, of our beliefs, and of our actions. Think of all the organizations and people who say it's bad or wrong to believe. They are the ones with such control over you. So how do we stop that? The heavens are calling to us now more than ever to wake up, to truly wake up, to really take a look around, to analyze and to reflect, to question things. It's not easy and can feel scary, which is why their loving presence is constantly reminding us that it is with us and that it is all around us. The heavens are always a step ahead of us, so they know what we are feeling, and they know what we are thinking. They know what we are up against, and they see all the things that are happening here on earth. 
the lies, the anger, the manipulation, greed, and harm. This is not easy stuff to think about, but that's the world we're living in right now. It's not easy. We as human beings have created the mess that is around us, more specifically, the darkness, which means we as human beings have to change it. You were put here on this earth to shine light, to shine light on darkness, and to continue to shine light on the light. So does that mean someone who is engaging in darkness, manipulation, greed, hate, discrimination, could they ever heal? Could they ever turn it around and engage and lead with the light? Absolutely. We are all derived from the light. It is up to us as a soul to choose to engage in the darkness or not. They have the light within. They are just not believing in it. They don't want to see it. They don't want to embrace it. They are constantly trying to dim it. Why? Are they scared of who they might be with it? Are they too attached to their greed and blinded by their control? Do they really believe no one else sees the wrongdoing that they engage in? Think of when you are a kid and you are told to stand in the corner for misbehaving. If you turn to your left or if you turn to your right, you're going to bump into the wall. That is what it's like for them. On the outside, it may look different, but where it really matters, within the heart and within their spirit, there is nothing there. Their canvas is lacking color and design. But at any given point, they have the choice, the ability, gifted to us by God, which is our free will, to turn things around. To choose to see the light, within themselves and within others. To choose to ignite their light. To get off the merry-go-round of darkness, see their light, lead with their light, and shine their light. Take a second or a minute to ask yourself, do you wish to lead with light? In all that you do, do you lead with the faith within your soul to shine your light? Recently, there has been such urgency from Spirit to share their messages of faith, openness, lightheartedness, hope, humility, harmony, and forgiveness. And when I say forgiveness, we have to start with forgiving ourselves. We often blame ourselves for putting ourselves within a situation that led to ultimate betrayal, heartbreak, letdown, and disappointment, when initially we led with our heart and with positive intentions. Spirit encourages us to forgive for our own soul, and by forgiving ourselves and having compassion for ourselves does not mean you have to accept wrongdoing or allow toxic energies back into your life. This forgiveness of self mends the cracks of a broken spirit. People carry around toxic energy, that is for sure. You can't deny the darkness and that it does exist. And what is so painful to accept is when the dark energy hovers over the ones we love and the ones we admire. As light beings, it is hard for us to accept the reality that there is darkness because innately we know all souls, all beings come from the light. So there is this feeling and sense of loss when we face the reality that people choose to engage in the darkness, whether it be an innocent choice or purposeful, because it is a loss. Those souls are lost, and until they find their way back to the light, their thoughts, words, and actions will never align with the love within their soul. Darkness and light can be presented in many, many different ways. A simple way to think of it is, think of the light as humility and think of the darkness as anger. Which one do you strive to lead with in all that you do? My dad and I have many conversations about spirit and the soul, and he asked me recently, 
Why are so many people so angry? Why is there so much hate and anger in this world? Does it stem from greed? Is this a gene that we all have that could ever be removed? And I wondered myself. And then the first message that I heard in response to his questions from Spirit was, it lies within the choices we make. Meaning, we have to choose to engage in that anger, that darkness, that hate, just as we choose to engage in the light, lead with the light, and believe in the light within others. We are not derived from darkness or anger. We are manipulated by it, influenced and controlled by it, and it stems from ego. Think about when you have your first ever spiritual reading. You may receive messages from a dear loved one on the other side. This connection and the loving messages that were presented to you bring you healing on a level you never knew your heart, spirit, and soul could feel. You feel overwhelmed with gratitude, joy, peace, humility, compassion, and appreciation. Most of all, love. You just want everyone, all souls, to feel this feeling of complete love, light, and healing. It feels infectious, and you want to share that with others because in your heart and in your soul, you know how incredibly healing and awakened you feel. You would just like to share that with others so they too can feel the same. This overwhelming feeling of pure love is almost too much to just simply keep to yourself. You feel inclined to project that to others. The same is true with people who feel negativity. They want to project that on others. They want others to feel the same way they do. At the end of the day, it is the same action that is taking place. It is merely based upon where that action is derived from. The angels remind us that they do not judge us, just love us, and that at any given point, we can ignite the light within to be used to help us find emotional balance, mental clarity, and direction. Now is the time to enlighten your spirit and to enlighten your soul. When we enlighten our spirit and when we enlighten our soul is when we connect to validation, to truth, and to answers that our spirit and our soul are so longing for. Sometimes we don't even realize what we need to hear until we hear it. And when that happens, we connect to how validating the messages truly are. It's not just about connecting to these messages, but when we apply the authentic heavenly messages to our lives is when we truly begin to shine. Our loved ones in spirit know this. They know what we need in order to shift our energy so that we may continue progressing forward. So let's go back to basics. What does it mean to have a reading? Maybe you have yet to experience what having a reading is all about. Why do we refer to messages from heaven as a reading? The term reading comes from the principle that a psychic uses their intuitive abilities to connect to someone's energy which means the psychic has the ability to read your energy and connect to the emotions and feelings that make up your energy. To understand this process, we must first understand that we as human beings are just energy. All that exists on this planet is made up of energy. Our soul, the very essence of our being, is made up of energy, more specifically, light energy. What is energy made up of? Our energy is made up of all of our feelings, thoughts, and emotions. Not all psychics are mediums, but all mediums are psychic. So when you choose to have a reading with a medium, you will have the opportunity to receive psychic messages, which are messages based upon your energy in that moment, as well as having the opportunity to receive mediumistic messages, which are messages directly from spirit. 
So the term reading was established because during the reading session, reading, understanding, and connection of energy is what is being exchanged. I would like to continue sharing how to prepare for a reading, what to expect from a reading, and how having a reading will realign your energy and awaken your spirit, heart, and soul. I'm often asked if there are specific steps to take in order to prepare for your first reading, or any reading of that matter, which I think is a great question, but truly the best preparation that you could do for yourself before your first reading is to simply just take a deep breath, just breathe and just be, as the angels encourage us to do, and to go into the reading with an open mind. I like to say, expect the unexpected, because as much as you may think you will know who and what might step forward, oftentimes we can receive healing and guiding messages that we never thought we needed or from loved ones we never expected to hear from. We oftentimes get caught up on specific expectations of what we might think we need to hear, often forgetting to be open to what our soul truly needs to hear. Spirit teaches us that the messages Spirit presents during a reading are for our highest and greatest well-being, which means these messages are what our mind, body, heart, spirit, and soul truly need to hear in order to move forward with our life journey. Having a reading and receiving messages from the heavens is much like having a therapy session with all whom love, admire, and guide you the absolute most and who truly know you better than you know yourself. Before the reading begins, focusing your attention just by thinking of your loved ones in spirit, your guardian angel or divine God will draw the spirit of the heavens near to you. Even if we forget to think of them, the loving energy is always around us and with us. Why is that? Because we are the light. We come from the light. Our soul is derived from the light. So nothing can ever separate that light or that love bond. Think of a tin can telephone. The string being the light, the love bond that connects your soul to the souls within the heavens. Spirit also encourages me to share the importance of spreading the love. Spirit may call upon you to deliver a message or messages to another loved one here with you on earth. Having a reading is an opportunity for you to spread the love and the gift of healing as well. To be able to heal the mends and fractures that our mind, body, spirit, heart, and soul encounter here on earth is an absolute blessing from God. If you have a desire to have a reading or are curious about having a reading, there's a good chance that those whom love and guide you within the heavens are giving you this nudge. Spirit likes to say that there is no such thing as a coincidence. So often when someone tells me that this is their first reading, they often say that they had been wanting to have a reading for some time, and the timing finally just felt right. And that is the work of spirit. They will let you know by giving you a feeling or a clear message that it's time to book a reading. And this connects to how spirit is always aware. Spirit is always one step ahead of us. Spirit knows when it's time for us to receive these messages. They know when our soul is ready to receive them and how we will handle them and how we will embrace them. And most importantly, how we will apply them moving forward with our life. What does it mean to be open? Being open means not having judgment for yourself not having judgment for those in spirit who wish to step forward for you, and not having judgment for the messages that are being gifted to you. 
We also have to be open to applying these messages to our life and understanding and believing that these messages are coming from the heavens. Essentially, these messages come from God. Spirit who walk with the light of God are never wrong. Their messages come from God. And they always like to remind us, even if we try to disagree with them, that they are always right and we are always wrong. The heavens see you for your soul, which means they see you for your most true, honest, and most authentic self. They know whether you are skeptical, cynical, or completely open to the process. The heavens are always a step ahead of you, and just like you, they do not like to be fooled. Think about what having a reading entails. You are making time and space to allow a complete, open, honest, and loving connection to happen within yourself and with those whom love and guide you in heaven. The experience is filled with so much goodness. My heart truly expands and feels so elated just at the thought and ability to have this divine assistance and soul healing available to us here on earth. Give yourself the space to be open. Be open to yourself and to your soul, without judgment and with loving, compassionate acceptance. What do you have to lose? The more open you are to spirit, the angels, and to God, ultimately to the heavens, the easier it is to connect and to receive the messages that will be presented and gifted to you. Think about your guardian angel for a moment. I like to say that if you are looking for a relationship that is full of unconditional love, support, trust, honesty, protection, and guidance, know that you already have one. If you are looking for a relationship where you will not be judged, disrespected, unappreciated, or misunderstood, know that you already have one. If you are looking for a relationship that you can count on, that will never let you down, that will always lift you up, and provide you with comfort and hope, know that you already have one, your guardian angel. Having a reading, you are giving yourself the space to channel directly with your compassionate angel as well as spirit. Think about what you are doing. You are taking the time to communicate with your loved ones in spirit, the angels, which is ultimately communicating with God. There is nothing to be afraid of. You are having a conversation with the souls who absolutely love and adore you, the loving souls who see how special and divine that you truly are. As a medium, I only receive and communicate messages that come from a place of healing, enlightenment, and purpose, not of a place that comes from negativity and fear, which means I choose to only connect to the light of God, God's angels, and spirit who wish to walk with the light, which means spirit who have surrendered their ego to now live their soul journey through the eyes of complete compassion, unconditional love, light, acceptance, truth, honesty, grace, peace, humility, and harmony. Think about that for a moment. How beautiful is that? Do you think we could create that type of peace here on earth? What would it take? I had someone once say to me, are you only telling me the good stuff? What about the bad stuff? And I remember my facial expression must have looked so confused because for a second I was confused. I was confused by what she meant about me telling her anything because the information that is presented by spirit and shared by me is not coming from me, my opinions or my beliefs or ego. The information is coming directly from spirit. I am just the messenger. And as the messenger, I can only relay what spirit chooses to share. It is not common for a medium to recall the details of a reading, as the information is not intended to be meant for me. 
This communication with myself and spirit is happening on a soul level. So let's talk about how we connect to spirit, how we see spirit, how we hear, feel, or just have the knowing sense with spirit. Messages from the heavens are best presented to us through our feelings and our emotions. That is why we can feel spirit or get an overwhelming sense of knowing when it comes to messages from spirit, as well as seeing and hearing spirit too. What allows us to make these connections is our soul. As a medium, in order to communicate with spirit, I connect my soul energy to the soul energy of those within the heavens. This happens simply by thought, either within my mind or out loud. It is truly as simple as that. Our soul energies meet in the middle of both worlds, hence the term medium. Spirit encourages us to share the importance of trusting your intuition, which is ultimately trusting your soul connection. Spirit has taught me that this connection is possible by the love bonds that reside within our souls. I like to think of these love bonds as energetic ties that are held together by the feelings, emotions, and intentions of pure love. I encourage you today to have those conversations, express those thoughts and emotions, and communicate with your loved ones in spirit. You are, and always will be, connected by the love bonds that reside within your souls. I like to say that we are all mediums because we all have the ability to communicate with the other side. You have to remember that spirit, your guardian angel, divine God, all connect to your soul. They see you for your soul. So they know what you are afraid of hearing or afraid of knowing, as well as they know what your soul is desperately craving to hear and to validate. They see all of this, which is why they can present healing, guiding, and enlightening messages based upon our soul and all the emotions and experiences that make up the energy of the soul. So is there another place where spirit goes who choose to not walk with the light? I like to call it earth. <laughs> to understand spirit, we must first understand energy. As I mentioned before, all that we are on earth is energy. That is why the cause and effect of all of our thoughts and actions create the foundation of energy amongst this planet. All that we do carries energy. That is why, for example, if you were to hand me the bracelet that your daughter, who is still living, wears, I could connect to her energy just by holding the bracelet and perform a psychic reading. And if spirit has a message for her, they would in fact step forward at that time. Understanding that our soul is energy allows us to understand that when our physical body shuts down, what we as human beings refer to as death, our soul then ascends into the heavens. We now have the ability to communicate with our loved ones in spirit by that energetic bond. It is truly that simple. Our mental minds as human beings, what we often refer to as our ego mind, tends to complicate things, overanalyze, and make simple situations more complex. When really, this connection to the heavens with us souls, us human beings here on earth, happens through the energy and emotions that make up the beautiful soul. So let's talk about signs. Do you see them? Do you feel them? Do you hear them? Do you taste them? There's many, many different ways in which we can receive signs. I absolutely love hearing about them. So if you have received a sign that you wish to share with me, I would be so happy to hear about it. Signs make me so happy and it truly brings me to 
the foundation of the fact that our love bonds and our soul connections with our loved ones in spirit are so strong, so real, and so pure. And signs are always such a great reminder of that. Spirit always encourages us to be open to how we receive the signs because sometimes we get caught up on wanting to see something so specific that we can miss out on the reasons for the sign that are happening all around us. Just like with a reading, we get caught up on wanting to hear something so specific to what we want to hear, and that's not always how spirit works. Spirit works with us, but we have to be open to how we receive the signs from them. They know what we want, but they will present it in the way that we need. You have to remember, spirit who walk with the light no longer have ego, so they will no longer act out of ego. So we have to remember to do the same. When we receive a sign from our loved ones in spirit, our guardian angel, other divine angels, whoever we feel connected to within the heavens, the best thing we can do is ask ourselves, what do we feel? What do we feel when we connect to this sign? What was our initial feeling? Signs are answers to our prayers, our questions, and our concerns. And when we are open to signs and open to how we receive them, it helps us to understand the meaning of the signs. Oftentimes, after receiving a sign, we can sometimes get in our head about it, and we lose track of the feeling that we had when we initially connected to the sign, which is normal. And it's human nature to try to make a logical assumption about something that's not logical. So when that happens and you feel confused or you feel overwhelmed or maybe it means this or maybe it means that, go back to that feeling. Go back to the feeling you initially had when you connected to that sign. And your loved ones in spirit, your angel, whoever is there with you who sent you that sign will help you to try to connect to that initial feeling and help you to interpret the sign and the meaning and the message of it. I was at the beach one day and I was laying down. I had my eyes closed. I probably had a hat over my head. <laughs> um, and I was just closing my eyes. And I heard Spirit say to me, signs. And I kind of was looking around like, am I looking for one? Is like, is there like a seagull behind me? Like, I kind of, my awareness woke up, I woke up, and my awareness heightened, and they said to me, signs, again, so I just started listening, and they said to me, seeing signs with your eyes closed, and I, that stuck with me, and I kept thinking about it over and over, seeing signs with your eyes closed, and I realized that is so much how we do see signs, how we do feel them, sense them, know them, hear them. It's basically with our eyes closed because these connections with spirit, we don't see spirit in the way in which we look at one another here on earth in physical form. It's not normal, it's not common to see spirit like that all the time. Spirit doesn't come in and show themselves all the time just sitting as if you and I are sitting the way we are now. And they talked to me about the importance of accepting that, that once you accept that, you, how real it is to see, to feel, to hear, to know the signs without seeing the sign, okay? So without seeing who's presenting them to you, you have to learn to feel it. You have to learn to trust that. You have to know how to connect to that. 
So one day I was at the beach and I was lying down. I had my eyes closed. I probably had a hat over my head (laughs) and I was just closing my eyes and trying to just relax and I heard spirit say signs. So I remember it got my attention and I was listening to see if I was going to hear anything else and I heard the word signs again so they got my attention I sat up I was alert I woke up and I started looking around like am I supposed to be looking for one is someone gonna walk by me is there like a seagull behind me I like I was like okay so you I they had my attention I was alert I removed the hat from my head and they said to me signs seeing them with your eyes closed and I remember I thought about it signs seeing them with your eyes closed and I said that's how it is that's how it works we see them a lot of times with our eyes closed because we feel them we know them we sense them and spirit was teaching me the importance of how much we connect to spirit soul to soul through feeling through emotions and in that moment i realized that we see so many signs with our eyes closed and that means even if your physical eyes are open and they can see you're still seeing signs with your eyes closed because they meant it in a two-way form so whether we're looking ahead and looking around I was looking around for a sign, I didn't see one, but I felt them, I heard them. And it also means that when we do close our eyes, we are still able to see signs because we are able to feel them. Spirit was teaching me that no matter how we receive a sign, it is all about the feeling. Spirit teaches us today that our spirit is the energy that protects our soul and that we are our own energy source. All of our experiences, thoughts, feelings, and emotions make up our energy that lies within our soul. Our energy source is derived from unconditional love and pure vibrant light intended to shine. Always remember that you can never ever be broken. You cannot break. Your soul will never diminish. Our spirit can be bruised just as easy as it can be uplifted, enlightened, and healed. It's time to connect to your soul, awaken to your spirit, and cherish the loving beacon of light that you are. It's time to shine your light. From the bottom of my heart, from the love and compassion within my soul, thank you so much for listening.